Triathlon is a clean sport, an honest one where drug cheats are perceived to be scarce. Competitors can stand on a start line most of the time knowing it's fair game. There isn't a history in triathlon like there is in sports with, like cycling, with drug abuse and big names being found guilty. It's something refreshing about the sport that there isn't the worry when watching uh, that you have to doubt and be skeptical of surprisingly good results. Yesterday, the 24th of April, that all changed. Colin Chartier, an Ironman triathlete, announced that he had tested positive in February for a banned, for banned substance, EPO, something which has tainted the sport as a whole. Hi guys, welcome back to the tripod with me, Liam, and me, Sam. Um, today, there's some massive news that well, came out yesterday in the world of triathlon, didn't it? That unfortunately... Colin Chartier has um, been tested positive for EPOs and has therefore been currently banned for three years, but he's said that he's stopping pro-level triathlon. Yeah, for, for those of you that don't know who Colin Chartier is, um, I think it's pretty much fair to say he was a nobody until September. He's just a sort of average pro-athlete until September, where he won his first Ironman. Um, great achievement for him. And then the month late, a month later, won... A really big race, actually, the US PTO yeah. Open, uh, claim, which he claims a £100,000 prize purse for, his career highlight. So that happened in September and October. Now, Chartier claims he started doping in November. Yeah. I mean, you do the maths. One, one athlete who's very average has two excellent race results, but then, then claims he started cheating after these results. I, I know, something doesn't add up in my mind. But yeah, let's have a let's have a talk about why he took them. He's recently done a podcast with uh, how they train and given a statement on his Instagram. So from that, we're going to sort of dissect it and have a look at why why he took these EPOs in his words. Yeah. So the first thing that he said was that he feels like he has lost his way in the sport, which to me just doesn't make sense at all. Because how can you lose your way in the sport and then start doping if you've just had the two best results of your career so far? in two of the biggest stages in the world kind of thing. Huh? Yeah, I completely agree. It almost sounds like a, well, it's, a, it's an absolutely woeful excuse. You you go from you go from having the two most successful months you've ever had yeah. and then feeling like you've lost your way because of some injuries. Like, no, mate, that doesn't add up. This is your way. This, I, I'd say this is almost as bad as saying, oh, I had a, a burrito, as he, as he goes, as he claims, a tainted burrito. Yeah. That's what he said in his statement. Um, like he's not going to make excuses like that. Well, I think this is almost it worse. Sounds like an excuse to me, kind of thing. It it does, it does. Um, as you can probably tell, we've both got quite strong opinions on this matter. Um, <laughs> another thing he says in his statements is he felt the intense pressure of having to win and hit his goals in the 2023 and 2024 season. Now, well, for me, uh, we'll come on to this later, but Lionel Sanders has a very good point about this, first of all. Yeah, he does. And, and second of all, you've, you haven't been successful. Before. You know, you're a pro Ironman uh, athlete, incredible achievement, but you haven't been successful before the two races that you suddenly won. We, I, I personally think you cheated, you, know, you cheated beforehand, um, and you just claim it's November, but, um, You've put this pressure upon yourself, you know. That's part of being an elite athlete, a professional sportsman, yeah. is that you line up on the start and go, everyone expects me to win. That's what's going to happen. Yeah, and that's just unrealistic in triathlon. You, it's very rare to see the same person win. Well, you never see it, do you? 
the same person win every single race. You can be in and around the top and you can be pretty guaranteed on who the top 10 is going to be, would you say, probably? Yeah, and... Yeah, and I, 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 to be honest, I don't think his name would feature in that, even no. after these two results he had at the end of the year. Like, I don't see him... Uh, well, the, he was going to race PTO Open and Ibiza, a stacked field, by the way, and even if he hadn't been found guilty, I don't see him competing with the best because he isn't no. that good. No. Um, a third reason he gave was, uh, gave was he was unhappy with the personal sacrifices he had to make. Again, that doesn't, the personal sacrifice everybody gives to training is that's what it is, isn't it? That's what it is being a pro athlete. Like, you know, you sacrifice your life and make the right choices of being a pro athlete. And like, what are you trying to say there? Like, yeah. Yeah. He, so he's, he is coached by Gustav Eden's brother. Um, and the basic training philosophy he was, uh, like using was the ones you see like Blumenfeld and Gustav Eden use the Norwegian method, which is long, hard days of training, pretty intense, you know, nothing else in your life, no relationships, yeah. no, no social life. Like that is your life, which works obviously for the Norwegians, but he claimed that his mental health was deteriorating because of this method and that in his mind, it was an all or nothing. So he either goes all in and cheats yeah. or doesn't do it. And I feel like that is such a, I know you, you, you've got to, you've got to understand like there will be some sort of mental like, like problems with this and you know, it's, it's, it's unhealthy, um, obviously in his mind, but you know, what's more unhealthy in my mind is that you go and make the decision to cheat, you know, someone else could have been a hundred thousand pounds richer. Yeah. If it wasn't for you, someone else could have made the start line for that race and been given the exposure to get sponsorships because of you. You know, there's, so, true, there's yeah. so many people that you have affected, like results. Don't get me started on like tainting other people's reputations. We'll come to that in a bit. Mm-hmm. But there is so many people who are working as hard and just quite, can't, haven't quite had their break yet yeah. that have missed out because of you. And yeah, you've made a completely messed up decision in my mind. Yeah. Um, and then finally, on the so obviously he re- released a statement yesterday, but he only released that he had been on the podcast. Was that earlier today, or was that no? The podcast, the podcast was live yesterday evening was it, after his well, statement. Yeah, okay, yeah, it came out a bit after anyway, and um, it claimed that he believes most of the top pros are on something and was doing it to keep up. Hmm. I don't oh, I think that's well, why haven't they been caught? You know? Yeah, yeah. They there's testing in place that. Um, World Anti-Doping Agency puts in tech place. The pros literally have to write down where they're going to be at a specific hour for every single day that the drug testing could come up and be caught. Like, and, and also, if you think this, surely this would anger you that you've been caught and these guys haven't. So go and get some evidence. Go and do something good for the sport mm. and expose it all. You yeah. know? Yeah. If you don't, yeah. if you know anything, don't hide it. I'm not saying he does. You know, we can only speculate on that. But he's been caught and surely now he's got to set himself on a mission of not redemption because I don't think I don't think you can ever be forgiven for cheating. Yeah. But you know, doing what he can to make the sport better for others. Yeah. And he, I don't from listening to his podcast, seeing his statement, I don't see him doing that. Whether he has the evidence to do it or not is mm. different, but I don't see him doing that even if he did. No, no. What I also find quite interesting is how he took them. 
Okay. Mm. So I'm going to start by um, Seb Keenley's prediction um, on on his uh, he did he commented on um, on the Instagram statement saying something along the lines of let me guess you bore them yourself uh, researched them yourself took them yourself and no one else was involved. Yeah. And guess what he said? He said all that. Like in the podcast, he said no one else was involved. I looked, did a Google online, I bought them online, and I administered them by myself at home three, yeah. to four, uh, three to four times a day. Just doesn't seem right at all. Like, you know, it, there's so many different drugs that an athlete could take. Why would, you know, why would you stumble upon that exact one kind of thing? Yeah, exactly. Like, this, this drug is, well, it has direct... Um, you, you were telling this, the, me this earlier as a direct influence on increasing your VO2 max. It is so shamelessly cheating, yeah. And it's so it's the sort of thing that you'd expect an athlete to seek medical advice about. Yeah, you know, for those that would like to know the science, <laughs> here we go, Mr. Sports Science. Basically, uh, an EPO directly has influence on increasing red blood cell count in your bone marrow. And EPO is naturally made by the body, but obviously taking more increases it more. Um, and yeah, increases red blood cell count in your bone marrow. And therefore, you end up with more red blood cells in your body, which means you have a vital higher vo2 similar to the effect of if you uh blood doping is another big one in, yeah not in triathlon obviously there isn't much but yeah um you have increased red blood cells in the end which means that your vo2 is literally very linearly increased um so yeah that's just fine and what, what i find mad is that he was taking these three to four times a day that's what that's what he was like obviously his research his supposed research didn't involve anyone else uh, led <laughs> led to him um led to him doing yeah and he said he said that on the podcast that he noticed the effects um he uh yeah he benefited like mentally his training was better it's like okay but you're cheating mate like it's it's still so wrong but another interesting thing that this sort of leads on to is if he was taking the three to four times a day you know there's there's pros that have worked out that they were like living with him Mm. as he was taking them like Lionel Sanders um it was quite well it was, it was incredibly raw video seven eight minute video of him talking yeah. through it you know he's got quite a good relationship with Colin um they were training partners they were training partners he stayed at uh, Colin stayed at his house for a week and he was like was he was he juicing in my apartment they were the words he used and it's yeah. like now Sanders is named a veteran of Ironman triathlon you know respected by so many for being Every, so transparent yeah. about his training and everything yeah is now tainted by you because there is a likelihood that you've been taking drugs in his house yeah. and like you know it's it's not wrong for people to go mm. now if Sanders goes and wins the Nice World Champs mm. people are gonna be like mm. Mm. you know training partners both together you know it, it, yeah. it wouldn't it wouldn't be like it wouldn't be the most like ridiculous shot now I don't think Sanders is is part of it because that what that was a very very raw um, response wasn't yeah. it. Yeah, but um, yeah, it just it just taints taints other people. So there's actually been obviously a massive response from all the other pros in the field. Um, not only in response to his actual Instagram post that he did saying that he uh, dope, also like what people have posted themselves. Um, 
Ben Hoffman is another big one that's being shared around quite a lot at the minute in um, in triathlon that I've seen. And just, yeah, it's just such a shame that, like, everybody seemed to have so much confidence in everybody else that mm-hmm. um, nobody was doping kind of thing. And now it seems that, well, Leon Chevalier put a post on his story that his confidence has been shattered kind of thing because he just assumed, rightly so, that, it was just a clean sport. Like, you know, we hardly ever get drugs, drugs, bans and stuff come up in triathlon more recently, have we? Like, no. I can't remember the last significant one, really. Um, and yeah, it's just such a shame. But yeah, there's just such raw, you, you can really feel like if you go on Instagram, go on um, any sort of social media platform, you can really feel the raw upset and anger yeah. uh, that their competitors are are like feeling, you know, they feel cheated. They feel like this guy has um, dishonoured the sport they love. And I mean, Sanders' response when he talks about what athletics is to him, it's everything. It's it's not about winning. And that's where it's about losing and being so angry that you've lost that you go and dedicate everything to making sure that doesn't happen again. Yeah. And that's what he said annoyed him the most about it was that he... Now, well, he now, like, you know, you don't know, do you, whether you're losing because you haven't worked as hard and someone's just better than you or because you, they've cheated. And equally, cheating to beat someone is not what sport is. It's not what that, no. it's not what triathlon is. And um, that's what sort of angers me the most about so many of the responses on his Instagram um, from members of the public. Um now, I just want to make it very clear, I understand that this guy will be going through a lot mentally and and whilst it is brought upon himself, it's still not nice for anyone yeah, to experience yeah. that. But the comments are like, of, you're so brave to do this, you're so brave to come out um, and say all this, like, go you. Almost hyping him up yeah. for doing this. For, oh, well done that you have, like, actually admitted to doing it and like oh it's not an easy thing to do to admit but he, <laughs> like he would have been racing in Ibiza on the 6th of May if he hadn't yeah. been caught he's only come out because he's been caught and he's been and he's been punished and he's trying to yeah. save face and ruin and like because of the public shame yeah. he deservedly maybe uh, should get so he, like it's not a brave thing to do because he's been caught it's a cowardly yeah. thing to yeah. do it's a cowardly thing to cheat other people out of the sport and I think I mean, people have got that really, really wrong. Yeah. In on yeah. on on that perception, people yeah. need to realise that this is like not okay. Yeah, it's not like he was shouting about it before he had been caught, was he? Exactly. 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 He wasn't going to be brave and say, "Oh yeah, I'm doping." If he wasn't caught, he was happy to carry on and get 100k at the uh, <laughs> more events he might win. And that that sort of leads on to to the idea of like, will he give his prize money back? You know, he's claiming. That at that PTO event where he won his hundred k, he was clean. Mm. Um, yeah. But he's got. But from that, he's got sponsorship deals. He's got this, that, and the other. And there'll be there's going to be a big legal case, obviously, about it all. They'll have yeah. sponsors have clauses in their contracts. But you know how how much integrity is he going to try and like reclaim? Yeah. And mm. and sort of show some transparency and go, yes, I've cheated. This money I've got here is from cheating. Let's give it back. Yeah. You, you just don't you just don't don't know do you yeah um, no. um but yeah i mean as well as this it it 
throws up a lot more questions now, doesn't it? I mean, we've, we've mentioned the Norwegians. And yeah, he's so his co- we've said before his coach is Gustav Eden's brother, um, and he tra- he does not train with Gustav and Christian, does he? They have a separate coach, but athletes like Casper Storms and I can't remember his first name, but Thorn. Um, Two Norwegians. Yeah, he trains with them, um, and yeah, I mean, is is it throwing them under? Is it putting them a bit more in the spotlight? Like, well, if your teammates doing it, is it a whole squad that's doing it? I'm not saying it is, but it's a question that goes into your head, doesn't it? Um, and it's a question that didn't it wasn't in anyone's head before, before this came out. Yeah, like like people weren't going, oh, there's Norwegian state doping. Yeah, and like, I don't think people are really saying that now. But equally, like his coaches. Is, has a very close link to someone who is absolutely obliterating the Ironman world. Yeah. And that just ruins and just like taints the reception that Gustav Eden should, as a clean athlete, be receiving mm. for doing so well. That is a good point. I haven't. Has Christian or Gustav said anything about it? I think they've kept quiet. I haven't yeah. seen it on social media, but it doesn't seem like their kind of character anyway. No. Um, but yeah, it just it just it just raises the question how how common common sorry excuse me how common is it in tribe and is this just the tip of the iceberg or is this a one off occasion? Now I I really hope it's just that it's just a one off occasion and you know there's not a whole sort of mm, yeah like this is not going to unra- uh, unravel and like show that half the pros are on it are cheating. But I mean the amount of drug testing that goes on all the time is actually like unbelievable. Like there's so much that does happen. Like if anybody else is on it, like you do get caught nowadays. Like yeah. there's very few occasions where it slips through the net really. Yeah. Like the, obviously the Russian doping scandal from the Olympics and all that, like they, they literally had a way to work around the system. Like you can't get past drug doping um, testing. It's, so yeah, I mean, I really hope there isn't anything else, and I am, I, I believe I am also confident in the fact there is nothing else either. Um, but yeah. yeah, well, fingers crossed that's the case. Um, I hope you've, I think enjoyed is probably the wrong word, but found this emergency podcast, sort of uh, responsive podcast, entertaining and informative about the situation. And please feel free to get involved and give us your comments on things yeah um we're back next week with um another podcast um with the magic five a swim gold company that you may you may have heard of um where we're talking to one of their co-founders about all things try all things swim goggles and giving our review yeah on of the goggles goggles, having been lucky enough to try them for the past few weeks yeah yeah we've been trying them out for the past couple of weeks you may have seen our instagram that we were lucky enough to get hold of a pair um a pair each um so thanks so much to uh the magic five for that and yeah we um we'll see you guys next week all right so bye from me and bye from me (laughs) 